0: Mission. On the mission. Yo, 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 what's up? This your boy, Money G, on the Fan Mission Podcast. Oh, boy, and we got a special guest today, Hey, yeah? And don't forget to share, like, give us some, uh subscribe to our channel so you won't miss another video. But let's get right to it. Man, we're going to bring you in, and, man, you introduce yourself, man.
1: Man, it's your boy, Uncle Beats. in the street, like, white lines on the corner, like a stop sign. If you can't find me, I'm in your baby mama inbox, man. Hey, big head. What's cracking That boy said, hey, big head.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's what's going on. Hey, man, we're going to get right to it, man. You know what I want to know is, um, man, why they call you Uncle Beats?
1: Man, I'm I'm, I'm glad you asked that. First, I'm going to put my mask down. I was wearing my mask today honoring K Slade because, you know, he died. Over off of, off of um, COVID-related okay. symptoms, and you know, I had that thing, and it almost took me out. So mm. I just want people to remember that it's that it's that it's real. You know what I'm saying? So mm. rest in peace to him. Now they rest call him Uncle Beats, man. People think people think Beats came from making beats, and it didn't. Mm. Beats came from, you know, I'm not the best fighter, but yeah. if me and you got into it. I'm going to bust out your windows. I'm going to fly your mama's tires. It's going to keep going. It ain't just going to be no fight. Like somebody going to have to move. Until you come tell my mama and daddy or my brothers like, "Hey man, tell your brother man, it ain't that serious." So it's just like, "Oh, he just think he going to beat somebody at everything." So that's really where my name Beats came from. So, then uncle, uncle. Then uncle they just start calling me that I didn't, I, that one I, that's the title I didn't even want because I felt like it was aging me, but people just started calling me that, so I was just like, oh, well, I might as well just let it stick. I'm like, I don't know how I'm 30 years old and called niggas uncle, but, you
0: know, <laughs> I just let it stick. Hey, but you know what? That's how it be, you know, because, um,
1: man, so tell people where you from, man. Man, I'm from... Uh, a, a small little area in Chicago called Englewood on the south mm. side. You know, I grew up on, I lived on Fifty Six in Winchester with my parents. Winchester, I hung on Damon, and I and but I did most of my time on Fifty Fifth and Bishop on my grandmama's block. Uh,
0: okay, okay. So you know, growing up in the shy, man. You know, we tend to grow up and be grow up a little fast. So. You know, they had call us, um, unk or big homie. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's how it be. It's been like that since, shit, since we was kids and shit. Pretty much. So, hey, so man, you no, know, I was wondering, I'm like, hey man, you know, um, I ain't never seen nobody ask you this question. So the question is, how the hell you end up in Peoria?
1: Man, I came to Peoria for more shows. To promote shows I think I like with Twister, yeah. I just came from on shows, and then, um, at the time, matter of fact, Deli Dale sent me and me and our ex partner, Tad that I used to have. He sent us down to do the promo, like putting the flyers out, hanging up the posters. And at the time, we was on Bootleg DVD Kings in Chicago, okay? So we was taking that everywhere we went with us. So we come to Peoria. We selling them three for 10 in Chicago. We're in Peoria. I sell a dude a movie. He give me um, $10 and he walks off. I'm like, what, what? like you don't want his change? So then once we realized that they was paying $10 for him still, we're like, oh man, we can come down here and do three for 20. And man, honestly, man, I could say it now I made more bootlegging DVDs than I ever did selling drugs. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about like it it sounds unbelievable, but it's the truth. Like I was checking about easily five grand a week just sitting in the house burning DVDs out of Peoria. Then Mm -hmm. I started bringing my homies down, putting them on the DVD lick, like I'm passing out the like I'm passing out the packs of them things. You know, Mm -hmm. we was selling DVDs and got. Man, we just got all the way
0: on, man. Straight up. Damn, damn. That's crazy, cause you know most of the time, motherfuckers be like, man, I came down here cause I was in the work release center. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, shit, you know, I, I I came down there and shit, young thugging, following some ass or some shit. You know what I'm saying?
1: Oh no, yeah, the women was fun. The women. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. at, in at Peoria now, dog. So yeah. Well, a lot of people- what a lot of people don't know. I'ma say it on your podcast, cause you know me and you go way back. I got into real estate in Peoria too. Mm. Uh, the okay. Peoria, like right now, Peoria is the best place in America to buy a home. Yep. So I've been making a lot of legit money off of real estate out of Peoria too. So
0: Okay, well I'm gonna have to I'm, I'm, gonna I'm gonna go. have to I'ma have to link you up with one of my guys. No, I'm say on that same page.
1: He, he's a smart man if he's on that page. Yep. Very smart man. Even though Peoria indicted me and all type of stuff, but
0: I I mean I'm
1: here. I'm still yeah. here.
0: Yeah, yeah, they do the they do the most at the time,
1: but you know, it's all good. That's when they found out every black dude don't have to be selling drugs. On the you rail. Know. Hey, all is good. I'm cutting is am cutting in and out? Nah, you perfect, man. I've been doing this with other people. They stuff be all choppy. Yours personal. Yours big okay. dog status. Yeah, I'm just making sure because I don't you know.
0: What I saying, I watched one of your interviews or something. Some I don't know what it was. It was, I was like, I, damn. I noticed that. Man. Yeah. So yeah, I was just making sure the clarity good. But um, yeah. So you came down and, um to um, often to say Minnesota, man. You know that's where I met your. That's where I met one of your homies at. Which one? Short body.
1: That's my brother.
0: Yeah, man. I yeah. met him down in Minnesota. We linked up, man. You know what i have we been We've been chopping it up. You know what my i said That's brother, my nigga. That's that. yeah. yeah. Good. So you, yeah. I say, man, I say, that's crazy. So um, I've been seeing y'all doing
1: videos. I'm like, okay,
0: okay, okay. That's what's up.
1: Hard working dude, man. Hard working. He, he, man. He going to be real big for us over with, man, because he's just a hard worker, man. Yeah, man, you know what I'm saying. I fuck with
0: him. Um, so you say you came down in Peoria and you was just hustling CDs, and you know you don't know this, but you was one of the motherfuckers that first one motherfucker let me rock the mic on the motherfucking stage.
1: Oh man, I I ain't gonna lie, man. Sometimes I be mad at you, man. Why, it's like, <laughs> man, you was one of the coldest, man. You still, I mean, it's still never too late. And just remember, I tell people this all the time: when God give you a gift to do something and you don't use it, He probably gonna slow down on steady handing out them gifts, man. Yeah, right. Man. man, you you one of the coldest, man. I I still remember, I remember because you know back when you was down there, I had a I I was put my crew together, my guys was coming, uh-huh. so we was getting be. I remember mean, we was good to y'all, you and Long um, Ball stuff, and yeah, I just going off talking about. Y'all talking about do you like you wear your boxers back with your sister's draws or something like that? It
0: was <laughs> <laughs> hey.
1: hard though, dog.
0: Hard. Hey man, I appreciate that, man. And, we just... and
1: you had the money to back it up too. Yeah, yeah. You had yeah. the bag to back it up, man. I I, I love uh I don't, I still don't know how. Like that fight at the club that night when niggas knocked me out,
0: man. I
1: don't see you was you was in it, so you know more. I still don't even remember what happened. I just man, I, I got to look beside myself. That's at least that's what my cousin Rick tried to like. I man. think I was innocent. You hey. was there. Could you hey. tell this story so I? What hey you man. Think of it, hey. What you hey. Do?
0: First I want to apologize man. We was right. we was out of our body. Like we was drunk right. as hell, right? Right. So I remember this is what I remember, right? I was I don't even drink, bro. Oh, yeah, I don't even drink. My my nigga we get out of he get out of jail. He happened to get out of jail. We had a show. So I'm like, bro, we now doing a joke. Right? No, big um dude. My uh uh-uh. yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. He gets got a jail. I'm like, bro, I'm like, you now I'm saying we're down here rocking the mic. He like, nigga, I'm going pull up, nigga. We got the guys with us, we finna pull up. Right. So they pulled up. We in there, we buying fit, we buying shots for everybody in the club. We buying shots, we yeah. turn up. I'm I'm giving you money. I don't even know what I gave. I'll give you the money to get the mic. You like <laughs> Yo, why you give me money? I'm like, Yeah, nigga, you are looking out there. I'm like, You you bought all hey, the bottles, dude. Hey, I know say, what to do. He was like, Hey, I say, uh yeah, man, we was, we was, we was turned yeah. up, and I don't know what happened. All I know, I was drunk as hell, yeah. and uh, man, niggas was fighting. I was drunk as hell, and I, man, I think I, man, I think I hit you, bro. I think I knocked you out, man.
1: Somebody with a
0: bottle, though. It was. A oh, bottom. it was no, bro. I, bro, I was drunk. This all I remember. Motherfuckers told me. My say, bro, you was just swinging, wow. and you hit Beach, bro, and you knocked him out. And I'm like. I'm like, damn. I'm like, that's the same nigga that put me on on stage. I say, damn, I feel bad as hell. I'm like, that's bogus. No, no, no. Like, a They like, motherfucker hit me
1: with a bottle because I had oh, a I bottle. <laughs> oh, no, no, it wasn't in the head
0: and shit. And then I was like, but no, I. Don't you know, could
1: hit me. You could hit me when we was fighting. Yeah, we was outside.
0: Everybody was fighting. Everybody was fighting. And bro, I was so drunk. They say, man, money, your ass was so drunk that nigga said, back the fuck up, nigga. I know karate. I say, bro, I no motherfucking karate. <laughs> <laughs> I say, I say, boy, I was out. Then, bro, then, so I get my niggas in the car. I'm telling ball, now, come on, ball around the corner smoking the
1: square, doing some shit. Right. his girl fighting all oh, kinds. It was just crazy. It was yeah, terrible. his girl was fighting. See, that's bro. when I, that's when I got hit. That's when I, now see, I remember that part. Now, let me tell yeah. you. Now, at the end of the day, Y'all was my guys. Yeah, the other dudes I didn't know them. so Yeah, them was what, my guys. Right. It, what I remember happening, they got into it with a dude in the club, which was one of my guys. Just from pure all the rappers, I treat the rappers like family. So right. They want to beat them up. Well, I ain't gonna say no.
0: My guys, that one of them was my guys, and they was from with his guys. And, yeah, it was his guys. Right. So
1: it was a whole bullshit. I didn't. I didn't want. They wanted to beat him up. I'm like, man, I'm not going to let this nigga and his wife get jumped. So I sent them out the back. I snuck them out the back door. So now when the shit is over, the dude's like, send the nigga out. Right. And I'm like, the nigga gone. So I ain't going to put the security guard name out there. But I hear him pleading with the niggas to leave. And he's like, come on, man. We all folks. And I'm like, nigga. Don't be motherfucking voucher for me, nigga. If I want a motherfucking <laughs> lead, nigga, I'm coming out of this bitch, nigga. There ain't no motherfucker right. gonna do nothing. <laughs> so my cousin Rick swear I threw the first punch. But yeah. I remember the a light-skinned dude pushing me. Then I took off on him. And me and him was fighting. And then I remember hitting him, and he was just holding me, and I couldn't get the nigga off of me and shit. So I told somebody, I told my cousin, I'm gonna get this nigga, man. And when he got in it, all hell broke loose. Women, men, and children was fighting. Motherfucker was just punching them. So you could have hit me with all the melee going on, because I definitely was getting hit. I was hitting and getting hit. But this is when it got crazy. I seen my homeboy punch ball girl. Oh, and I'm like, oh no, nah, man, we not, I fin- just, we not gonna be doing this. Hey, I just, I just looked back, and she was on the ground, right, my. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, my you homie, get knocked, your ass up. My homie knocked her out, and he was like, squaring off with ball, and he swung on ball. I'm like, hey, what the hell is we doing? Like this okay. thing went too far, and when I'm doing that, boom, nigga, hit me with the bottle. Because everybody told me they thought I got shot because of the noise and shit. So nigga hit me with the bottle. I woke up in the ambulance and people so fucking crazy because it didn't come back to me to like about a week later what happened. But I'm telling my eyes and my girl like, yeah, so how do we uh get home? No. She's like, nigga, you drove us home. I'm like, I drove us home. I'm like, I don't remember shit.
0: But bro, I, this all I remember, motherfucker was like, because they was like, man, bro, man, you hit beats, bro. Right. And then nigga had to go to the hospital. And I was like, damn, I feel bad. And then the motherfucking girl was calling me like, whoa. And I'm like trying to explain to her, like, man, we was all fucked up. She's like, fuck that. We going to kill you. I'm like, oh. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, I'm <laughs> like, I'm like, um, I'm like, bro. And, and the crazy part was I was telling ball, I said, bro, I don't even do clubs, bro. Right. I'm like, I don't even do clubs. I don't drink. I don't dance. I don't do none of that shit, bro. He's like, please. I stay way out and done that. He's like, bro. please come to this motherfucking club. I say, fuck it. I'm going to slide down. And I went to jail that night. I'm a I am said, let me get up out of here. Let me get up out of here, man. And um, man, I was on a high speed chase
1: with the police, man, on the I, highway. I, Because I, I think I called you. I think I talked to you. Yep. I think I was like, hey, man. It ain't gotta be that. I think I told I was like, hey, as long as more, if motherfuckers come back telling me I got my ass whooped, I'm gonna have to. That beat shit. It's the beat yeah. shit. I, yeah. I think I told them, like, don't make me prove that I ain't getting my ass whooped. And he was like, man, <laughs> we ain't on that. And that was the end of it. Yeah, man. I, I think I bad. told you something of that nature. Like, it ain't gotta go no farther than this, my nigga.
0: Yeah, I feel, I feel bad because I'm like, man, this nigga just. You no, know I was rocking, the stage, rocking and, and, the stage and I was a little I was a little fat, overweight. I was like I was like, "Bro, I was telling my we got stage. I said, "Damn, these motherfuckers fight." And I was like, "I need to get my ass in shape." That's what I'm telling myself right. like, "I need to get my ass in shape because if I'm gonna be doing this, you know what I'm saying? Hell no. Nah, man, I felt bad and shit. It's like, it's a lot of shit that happened in town that I, I was wrapped up in and and it was like bad blood. And I was like, "Damn, brother, shit go for his hell."
1: Yeah, you know what I, I'm saying? I, I, I really missed y'all after that, man, because I, cause we was fucking with each other. But yeah. I Like you said, you went to jail. That shit just made you change. That just made you your life go in a different direction, man. Yeah, that man. That night seemed like you just changed up everything you was doing after that night. You know what I'm saying?
0: How you yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I knew that I had to slow down. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas in Peoria really know me, but. Right. I seen some shit that you were saying, you was like, niggas don't even know I rap. Right. And that's how I be like, niggas don't even know I rap. They were like, money G. They like, yeah, the boy to be rapping. G Staff. They like who? Right. They like money G. Well, that nigga don't be rapping like they like, I heard that nigga freestyling when he was a shorty, but that nigga, y'all sound like he a rapper. Because that's all I promoted. Right, it was g You
1: know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. so that, that's what was but I love it, man. Y'all was putting a squeeze on uh, my boy Cassian and, and that was shit. I, I know, it man. Because you had a DVD, too. I was selling it. Y'all had a deep. was like, everything y'all was doing, we was cool. But you know, you know I'd be with you Chicago niggas, man. Y'all get places <laughs> and just think y'all the baddest, the baddest. Ain't not worse than some most Chicago niggas around us. Y'all think y'all the, y'all the baddest ever. Cause actually, my homie from Bloomington, cause the niggas was from Bloomington, they got my people from Bloomington calling, and I'm like, man, Ball and Money G is my people. It's like it ain't no way I'm finna be entered with them. I like tell dude to them it's just a fucking fight. I don't give a fuck. I didn't give a fuck about getting knocked out because I fight. Right. And that shit was just, the shit was just a Royal Rumble.
0: Man, you know? that shit was a a, a fucking. That shit was—I don't know what the fuck. Cause it that was, was three
1: of us. It was only three of us fighting. Tad, I was hiding the shit. He didn't throw a punch. It was just—it was just me, Deontay, and Rick. And man, we was—I I loved it.
0: I'm like, hey, and that's then, and, yeah, but shit, that ain't what it's for. the been it's for they been motherfucking. We was rocking the crowd. We was having a good time. Them niggas was just on some rowdy shit. You know what I'm saying I don't know who the fuck they was. I know they was with my nigga. And we was just on bullshit. But it, but I'm it,
1: like... ta- it, it taught me, see, God walked you through stuff. Because I had to go through that situation to avoid a lot of other situations.
0: Mm-hmm. Because at
1: the end of the day, like I said, I don't give a fuck about fighting.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: when I got a bunch of people with me, it's my responsibility to make sure they get home safe. Yeah. So it's like, it just it just taught me how, how to move differently. You know what I'm saying? It's like... Mm-hmm. Because my cousin stresses that I started it. Cause he say, at the end of the day, Beats, we never had to leave out that club. Fuck them niggas. He like, why do we have to go out of there? We could have just we could have stayed in there finished doing what we doing, or we could've even let a motherfucker call the police and get them niggas out of there. He like, you a businessman. So you know, you know, we were still young too. So you know, it was like it was like in between the streets. And, and yeah. doing straight business too. Hey, know? but
0: you know what meant to be, meant to be, because you know what I'm saying? We still came back full circle. Look at us now.
1: Look at us now. You know, you know what I'm saying? saying?
0: So, you know what I'm saying? If even if some foul shit comes, it's gonna come back around. That's why I was like, damn, I was fucking with short body and shit. And I said, You fuck with I'm like, uh, and then we had we kicked it and shit. He was like, Yeah, man, and I'm like, Yeah, I beats, man. I'm like, Yeah, that's what's up. So <laughs> hey um so
1: oh you already said already well already we had see we had to do that first part because what we did we explaining to people like you said you can get around all that bullshit and not be sitting in jail looking like a fucking idiot man with motherfucking niggas for the rest of your life man you know what I'm
0: man that part you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying yeah. so hey man so you dropped the
1: album Called "Love to Hate." Look, oh, "Love to Hate" just a just a song. It's a song. Say, it's a song, and I say, "I love to I love it when you hate me, and I and mm. I really do." And I, I I love it when you hate me, cause I know what it really is. Then mm. hate me, don't act like you love me, just hate me, so I know what it is, so I can mm. keep on working harder to make you hate me more. Mm.
0: Yeah, cause you know, hate ain't nothing but the um, it's all attention. Hate ain't nothing but the opposite of love. But yeah. you're still showing attention, and so on.
1: You're still showing attention when all you, when you didn't have to say shit. Mm. No.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, man. You know, you got this. You got this song stuck in my head, bro. And I woke up cooking breakfast and shit about five in the morning, singing this shit. My wife like, man, what the fuck is you old man? And I'm like,
1: yeah, tell her I'll stop playing with the folks. Bro, <laughs> this ain't no game This ain't no yeah, motherfucking. Joke. Joke, man. This time living, I ain't disrespecting nobody. Shouts out to the Snap G and body. <laughs> hey. So
0: look, so so what made you come up with that, man? I ain't
1: got all that, man. I don't like like I, I used to have a time when I would work on concepts and stuff now the beat come on whatever i feel like doing i just do it and i don't i don't know what inspired it but by, by the lyrics i think um i just get tired of people disrespecting these 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 organizations that people that i saw people build up you know right in the hoods of the one nationwide for people to just disrespect the folks the 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 Gds the Bds the vice lords the stones it's like how can you think it's cool to just disrespect them after what they all did to become a force and to be what they is so that's that's really how I came up with it man it, yeah. it wouldn't even not, it, people might think it's game banging but they ain't listening to the lyrics because I'm shouting no, out I stones mean- and and vice lords and all type of things it's just like stop playing man Yeah,
0: and and it was raw because I feel what you're saying. Like, man, stop playing with the folk at the same time. Like, nigga, y'all doing videos. Like you say, y'all got dropping rakes in your handshakes. You (laughs) motherfucking, y'all in all y'all videos dropping the rakes and shit. It's like, bro, that's disrespectful to us. You don't see, you know what I'm saying? That's like us rapping. We know we thugging, we smoking, we drinking, whatever the fuck we doing, and they ripping Bibles up. Right. (laughs) right. No, we don't do no shit like that, man. So don't do that shit to us, man. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I felt that shit, man. And I know it's all love, man. You know, but at the same time, it's like they making it the new normal. But they don't look back like motherfuckers really got their life took behind this shit. Motherfuckers, right. really, motherfuckers really missing their families and shit. And right. niggas really died behind this shit from disrespect for motherfuckers. So, you know, they was never brought up on respect anyway. So, they you know what I'm saying? And so, you know what I'm saying? no, man, stop playing with the folks, man. Yeah, straight man, stop playing with the folks. This ain't no
1: game. This ain't no motherfucking, motherfucking
0: joke. joke. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> i said well when i heard that I, as soon as it came up i say
1: nigga that's <laughs> and, what i'm talking about and that's me on the album cover that's 89 i'm like what 12 you know what i'm saying And that's great on the yeah. real Ooh. yeah so man
0: I, I know you um you linked up with a lot of motherfuckers like you know what i'm saying um uh, you linked up with a, a lot of motherfucking heavy hitters though i see you with too short you know what i'm okay. saying i see you <laughs> with motherfucking uh nigga who the fuck i don't see you with only one i ain't seen you with is motherfucking obama
1: Hey, I, I have obama get elected into into the senate man see uh, so i done not work for obama definitely see so is there anybody
0: in the industry that you that you want to fuck with that you want to work with
1: Um. Honestly, man, I I like these up and coming cats, man. I I like when I be at a like uh, open mic or something, and I see dudes and they just got the the movement going together, and I'm like, wow. I know, and I I wonder if these dudes could still be together in five years, you know? Like that's Mm -hmm. why something like a G staff was dope to me, Mm because I saw y'all with the shirts. I saw y'all together like it be, cause I know what this could be. Like I watched like Crucial Conflict take that and become stars. I watched Do or Die take that and become stars. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just like I I knew what y'all I knew what I know what that can become if if people could just stick with it and be dedicated. You know, so yeah. that's what that's what I like. I just I like to work with these up and coming dudes, man. I I really. I really don't even get no enjoyment out of working with these established cats.
0: I I feel you. And you know, um, you know, when I was in Peoria, it was straight, but it was small and it was local. And I felt like I felt like a big fish in the pond. Right. And I'm like, man, I need to get out. So, you know, I had um I first moved to Georgia right. and niggas um niggas was like out of sight, out of mind, you know how this shit go. Right. And then I moved to Minnesota and we was fucking around. But niggas kind of like, you know, when you kind of like, when you link with some motherfuckers in a small town mm-hmm. and you motherfuckers don't want to move out the town. They, 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 in their comfort zone. So they like being in their comfort zone. Right. And I know you can't grow in your comfort zone. So I'm the type of motherfucker I like to move around. I'm from Chicago, right. but nigga, I was in Minnesota. I was in LA. Right now I'm in Florida. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? I ain't nonstop. When I was locked up, bro, they were sending my ass to Joliet, Menard, Statefield, right. all these different ass places. I'm like, bro, I want to move on my own terms.
1: Right, exactly.
0: So, you no, know, a lot of motherfuckers I was fucking with, they couldn't understand that. And, you know, I was a little bit older. So, you know what I'm saying? They was just like, damn, bro, you like, fuck us. I'm like, nigga, never, nigga. I got G-staff tatted on three or four times in my body, nigga. What? Right. I ain't left nothing, nigga. Right. Yeah, you know what I'm you can pick the you know what ball
1: what back up and get to shoot anytime you want to, which you should. Man. I know you
0: got it in you. I know, you got a natural talent, you know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah, I yeah. I already,
0: <laughs> man, I already know, man. Me and you're gonna have to fuck around and do something. Man, any kind. Straight up. Stop playing with the folks. Stop
1: playing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, man, you know, I just be trying to, you know, I be trying to do something different. You know what I'm saying? Trying to get out of my um Get out of my comfort zone. Like, I know I'm good with rapping and shit. But, you know, they used to tell me, I always tell people this. I'm like, you know, you don't know what the fuck you can do. You know what oh. I'm saying? So, But you got to, sometimes if you do the same thing over and over and looking for new results, that's insanity. So, you know, like, really? and I ain't I ain't yeah. crazy. Like, that shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be wild, but I ain't crazy. So, I moved around and shit. And I was thinking about, you know, problems need to be solved. And I was like, man, you know, a lot of motherfuckers used to say this about me, say that, and shit. And I was like, man, man, I wrote, I got motherfucking, I got books out. You feel me? I got motherfucking Hood by Choice. I got books out,
1: man.
0: You know what I'm saying? I got motherfucking What Happens in the Dark. Oh, man. And I got the Self Discipline. This is my first book. You know what I'm saying? And then you know what I'm saying, uh, Alicia Collins from Peoria and shit, she the one inspired me, and then from me she ain't inspired, I inspired my brother Snoop, Charles Jackson, he motherfucking, he wrote a book, He like, and that's what it's all about, it's about inspiring people, you know, I get a...
1: You're inspiring me? <laughs> yeah,
0: on the real, and that man, that's what we want to do, I want you to inspire people, and you inspire, I inspire people, like, I just did a podcast with um king chrome and shit you know what i'm saying and i look up i see i see you on the podcast i say man that's what i'm talking about i'm like yeah because he always going live that nigga funny as hell i'm like nigga yeah get your podcast up and shit yeah that's That's what we're supposed to do like you say it's about inspiring so yeah he inspired me to rap i ain't even i used to come to his basement like bro man let my nigga Ball, he can rap. That nigga right. like, man, I got a gang of motherfuckers on my shit, man. I'm trying to see. I'm like, fuck right. it. I'm like, I'm impatient. I'm Ball, come on. Nigga, I took all my trap money, bought a house on motherfucking North End, built the right. studio in the basement, right. and he's in that bitch. And before you know it, we are rocking the stage. You know what I'm saying? saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, me.
1: I just always, I always mess with everybody from the basement to the million-dollar studios because, you know. I had my run. My my cousin H.Dot did it. She was she was Larry Hoover's only artist on Ghetto Prisoner Records. Mm. And I was able to be moving around with her and part of that. And you know, I really felt like I had made it. And I might have been a, 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 an asshole to people, you know. So mm. like when that folded when the feds came in and shut it down, I'm right back in the neighborhood looking stupid. So like I got to humble. I I learned how to humble myself before I was eighteen, so nice. it's like now I don't care what who I'm around. Everybody gets the same treatment. It's just your work ethic is what I'm judging people off of. You know, mm. so I, I'm not judging you off of your accolades. I'm judging you off of your work ethic of where you're trying to get to.
0: You know, so mm. that's,
1: that's really how
0: I am with it. Oh yeah, that's dope. So. So, who inspired you to start doing music in the first place?
1: Ooh, we that made me tell my age, but oh man, you know, music-wise, like <clears throat> Sam Cook is my mm-hmm. cousin Pebbles aunt was my cousin Pebbles' uncle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The, the, the Dales was my uncle Larry was tight with with them. My cousin um, Charles. Well, he changed the name to Miles Gregory. He wrote, like, most of the Car Wash soundtrack and stuff for Rolls <sighs> Royce, like Love Don't Live Here Anymore.
0: Mm. So
1: my family was around the music business always. Mm. And my dad was a DJ. And, you know, so one time I'm just sitting around, and I'm hearing Curtis Brooke go, these are the breaks. Dude, I'm a little kid. The I'm telling my brother, like, man, I could do that. Mm. Like, I could do that if I wanted to do that. And I'm a little kid, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about five, six. I remember this like yesterday. So my cousin, my cousin Timo knew how to beatbox. Yeah, he beatboxing. Before I know it, I'm rapping. And yeah. um man, once my once my mom and dad got wind of it, I gotta give it to him, man. We was in the hood, but I don't feel we had to be in the hood. I think it was more so my mom wanted to be around my grandmama. And her, yeah. and her family. But my dad had a good job. My mama had a good job. And once they saw I wanted to be a rapper, they bought me some equipment. They bought me yeah. beat machines and all that. And, um, man, I just got into it. And, and, and once Run DMC came out, I wanted to be like Run. Then once Easy e came out, I wanted to be like Easy e and wasn't no turning back. So now yeah. I'm making tapes, me and my homie Snap G, because I'm putting stuff out because I got a studio. So now it's grown dudes coming over my house, wanna um, make music with me and stuff. So I'm tired and when I got grown later, i tell my daddy about it. He say, man, I wasn't trying to spoil you. I got you that stuff because I knew it had you in the house. So yeah. when all this stuff was going on and people trying to tell me you did this and did that, I'm like, use a damn lie. My son is right in the basement making music and, and that's that's really how I just, I just never turned back from that. So I have to give my dad and my mom a lot of the credit because they're the ones who put that push behind me and my whole family, it just all became, it just became a mission that they all sent me out because uh. my brother's a teacher, my sister's a teacher, my mama was uh, a teacher, my other brother he he uh went to college. He he do engineering. They all push for me to be a rapper though. They like this like oh, yeah. They had no problem with it. Like I never had nothing forced on me. Like yeah, hey, you had to get a job doing this thing. Like no, everybody pushed for me to be a rapper. now
0: oh. hey man, I like what you said, bro. I had to get my mother, my button and shit because I had to. Uh, you said man, we was on a mission, and that's what the podcast called Family on the Mission. On a mission. You know what I'm saying? So your family put you on the mission, and that's what's up. That's why you the person you is right now, so I got to hit that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, man, let people know that this is Family on the Mission podcast, the mission. and that's why I had to have you on the podcast. So, <clears throat> you know, um, I was watching Kanye West documentary, what? and that was dope because his mom heard him rapping, and you know she was his biggest fan and she was and she knew all his lyrics and everything and it's like mm-hmm. that's what it sounded like to me like you was telling the documentary like man you know even though my mom and my dad was trying to keep keep me in the crib but shit this is what they created yeah what they created you know what I'm saying because I could have been elsewhere so mm-hmm. you know like you know what I'm saying when I was in Chicago Back we had we had two two radios we had a little pink radio we was recording on next to the stereo we was wrapping between the boxes shit we had it on tape we man you know and I always say that I'm like man if 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 I can turn back the the hands of time you know I would have bought a studio I would have tried to learn about music earlier you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so, you know what I'm saying? So, on that note, if you could talk to your 16-year-old self at the age you're at right now, what would you tell them?
1: Ooh, 16. Ooh. Uh, if, I, if I could talk to the 16-year-old me, I would, I would tell myself, you got nothing to prove to nobody. Mm. By the time I got that age... <clears throat> I wanted I wanted to be part of what was going on in the hood. Cause I always was part of it from from a little kid.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But like I say, music was my thing. So I got I got derailed with the music trying to be a gangster. Mm. Not have to do that. So it got to the point like I never could turn my back on my homeboys I grew up with. Because they was out there still holding their block down, holding the neighborhood down. And I was able to come through any time. And I'm getting treated and getting respected and treated like an OG. Because they wanted me to go be something. You know, one of my homeboys just flat out told me, like, man, with the family you got, man, you ain't got no business being around us, dog. Mm. You know, they would flat out tell me this. They wanted me to go... Make it in the music business, you know. So far, like I would just tell the sixteen-year-old me, you don't gotta prove yourself to nobody. Because I did a lot of stuff that coulda, coulda, coulda took. Like I never went to the penitentiary, but I did a lot of stuff. I took a lot of chances that coulda sent me sent me there. Whether it was just being on street shit or selling drugs or whatever, and I really, it really ain't worth it at the end of the day. Because I got homies that's just coming home now. From when we were sixteen, or homies that ain't never getting out, you know, like yeah, yeah. that's why it took me for a while on the interview. One of my cousins, we trying to get him home now. They got his case back in court, so he telling me to do stuff. So it's like that could have e- it could have easily went the other way for me, but mm-hmm. God didn't want that for me. So it's like let you like you say, it's about touching somebody. So mm-hmm. I, I, I do stuff, so because I want somebody else to see that if you go hard with this. You can you can be what you want because I feel like I could have been one of the best rappers in the game. I mm-hmm. I could have been right there with Do or Die and all of them because I was there before them. I was mm-hmm. part of that. Like I remember, Coldheart was at the GD concert performing with mm-hmm. JD Walker. Them niggas ain't GDs; they vice ones, right. and they perform. I was around for all that as a kid. Lost signal. Am I back? Oh, yeah, you back. Somebody was calling me. But I, um, I, I was blessed to learn the back end of the music business. Like I say, look what that did. That took me to Peoria and changed my life. By the time I met you, I'm just learning the back end of the music business. Not the rap gang, the music mm-hmm. business. What I know how to do in the music business, I could do it forever. Like, I'm running into this problem with rappers I'm dealing with right now. This legend's. But all you ever were was a rapper. So you don't know the music business. You can't do production. You didn't make connects. All you can do is rap. That ain't no good. You no. better go to Home Depot and get the job.
0: You know Man. what I'm saying?
1: So it's like people just got to learn how to do more than being a rapper. Because it's a Man. music business. It ain't the rapper business. Right. Yeah. You know, hip hop, You know music, rap.
0: It's like the we got our own world, and you don't know nothing about the world. So how you gonna live in it? Right. So, you yeah. You know in. what I'm saying. So yeah, and then we have to learn how to master our craft because a lot of us start rapping in high school and shit, rapping and beatboxing and doing little goofy shit. Right. And then you know what I'm saying, motherfucker. Like, oh yeah, you cold, and and I feel like that's how it be. And I've been there all around the world, and I'm like, man, you know, I'm still linking up with people. Right. But a lot of people don't leave because they feel like if I leave, ain't nobody gonna know I rap.
1: Yeah, Nigga. man, people Nigga. just people just gotta put it out. I know one of my biggest things. I never said this too, but I don't know why you bringing so how you bringing so much out of me, right? One of the biggest things when I'm like, damn, I really did this from the basement. I'm over in the Dominican and I'm recording with, with my Haitian homie and this dude, this Dominican dude recording us. Nobody speaks English but me and my Haitian homie. And I'm like, me and the engineer just understood everything though. I'm like, I'm just like, man, music is just amazing. Yeah. He's telling me to do stuff. I don't know what he's saying, but I know exactly what he's saying. Just because I know, like, man, I need to put an overdub right here do a so-and-so. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I'm really in a studio in another country working, making music with people who can't even speak English. Doesn't I'm just like, man, I really got here from picking up the mic in the basement, you know? It's like mm-hmm. that, that's that's amazing to me.
0: Yeah, and it's crazy because the thing that you learn, it lasts forever. Forever. You know what I'm saying? So you learn how to rap, man. You can't unlearn it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I say, man, I put the mic down for a minute, but I still have my shit set up. I'm still doing something. I'm still touching on people that's doing music. I'm still doing something in the world, in the hip hop right. community. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So right. yeah, it ain't nothing for me to jump back on the mic or do something. No, so that's easy for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? But stepping out of my my comfort zone, stepping out of my element, doing podcasts, doing books—you know what I'm saying? That's something different for me. Yeah,
1: that, yeah, that, man. That, that's dope that you understand it. That's why it ain't no way you or anybody else could ask me to be on their podcast or something. And I don't participate because I'm like, yeah, yeah you found a, you found that you a lane. Yeah, and that's what I, that's what I'm about. Helping build avenues. I just want to help build other people up. Cause I'm gonna do the podcast thing when I got time. I just I just was recently just working exclusively trying to push an artist. So I took a lot of my time. But I'm finna I'm gonna get into the podcast thing.
0: Yeah, man. And you know what I'm saying? Definitely have me on your show, man. Man, I got to, man. You know what I'm saying? So man, you know I usually do this for an hour. We already at forty two. I feel like we just started. God, man, damn. Man. I, I, I ain't I even can... asked you the questions I got down for you, bro. <laughs> God, I,
1: damn, I be quick on the questions, man, because I right. I so, can talk, man. So oh I man, that's just all
0: good. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, hey man, I wanna I wanna ask you a question, man, because. You know what I'm saying? I used to smoke a lot of weed. Smoke a lot of weed. You know what I'm saying? I chilled out. So what's the difference between a weed head and a crack head?
1: I don't see no difference. <laughs> <laughs> Any type of head. Once you, once you go coke head, weed head, pill head. See, I was just talking about this to somebody. See, to me, do whatever drug it is you like. Right, but but it becomes a problem when you mess with something that alters your perception, mm-hmm. and it and it's in your bank account. Yeah, so it's like anything that you become an addict of, that's that's it's, it's just a problem. I don't care if you're overeating too, if you buy too much, if you're addicted to crab legs and you uh just yeah. blowing money on it. Yeah, like man. right, so yeah, too much of anything is
0: dangerous. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, you know, and you know, I I backed off a little bit. No, not because I'm on parole or probation or nothing. You know what I said? I just felt like, I just, man, you know, you see the little grades. I just feel like, man, sometimes I gotta do something different. I see you trying to hide your shit, but man, you embrace, embrace that shit. but I my
1: man, I, ain't got, no that I, yeah. man, I ain't got them problems. Embrace got. that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I die, man, I problems. Get- I got no problem. With that. I said I'm yeah. represent for K slave baby. Yeah, <laughs> from a king, my nigga. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right, So, uh um, uh man, condolence to your son, man. You know what I'm saying? Man, that, thank was, you. that was that was man, man, that was that was that was hurtful, bro, cuz you know I follow you and I seen, oh, I'm like, oh. "Damn, damn bitch." I'm like, "Man, you going through it. I couldn't even I don't even, I can't even fathom how they feel, bro." So, yeah.
1: Man, one thing one thing I could I one thing I could say to the world, and I can't downplay it. I didn't like it, but I, I accept it because I I I really I'm not religious, but I am real spiritual. I'm extra spiritual and I know it's a God. And mm-hmm. it's like I understand that none of us can stay here forever. So mm-hmm. for whatever reason, my son had to leave. And go help up there, out up there in heaven. I can't stop that, and I didn't want to stop it. But uh-huh. you know, like I like to tell people, I just made ninety-two thousand a couple of days ago, and when stuff like that happened, I know it's my son up there pulling the strings and different stuff. So it's like, I, it just gives me reason to go harder, man, because it's like, I, I feel like. I, I went out. My son went out on top, and what I mean by that is, I can go back and look at his Facebook messages. Mm. I can, um, I can listen to his music, just different stuff like that. And it's just like he he just became he just became immortal. He gonna live forever, as far as I'm concerned, because it's like we had nothing but good times, and it, and it teaches me how to appreciate people and not appreciate the snakes. Because it's uh, like, to me, my son was an angel on earth the whole time, and I didn't realize it. It's like uh, the, the boy never raised his voice at me, not like one time. I don't care what I could tell my son to do, he was going to do it. When I went around, he always looked out for his sisters, his grandma, whatever, and it's just like he respected his mama so much, his mama couldn't do nothing wrong. Like, it was the time I wasn't even talking to his mama at all. But he just let me know, like, hey nigga, that's my mama. And it's just Mm -hmm. like he he, it's like you just really know what you have. You never miss what you have until it's gone. And my mama Mm -hmm. used to say that all the time too. And she was right. So that's why like I go hard for all my friends, because I appreciate people who show me that. Like, don't just say we brothers and you don't do brother stuff. You Mm -hmm. know what Mm I'm saying? But it's people like Surebody. Me and Surebody been jamming for like I don't know about three, four years. But he like one of my forty, thirty year dudes though. Just because uh-huh. of the stuff we do make us family. Not not no bug, man, or how long I've been knowing you. The stuff uh-huh. we do for each other. And that's what that's what people gotta understand. So yeah, when it comes to my son, I I can't I, I sit around crying and being sad all the time because he won't want that. You know, it's like yeah. His funeral was a comedy show, man. Cause mm-hmm. I got there. I'm like, I'm gonna have everybody happy. I wasn't finna have him in no suit and none, I had mm-hmm. no old man funeral. I put mm-hmm. him in a Gucci jogging suit and all that stuff. Cause that's what he was. That's how he wrote, nah. you know. what I'm saying it's a young <laughs> dude, so you know. So yeah, my prince is gone, but 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 I but I'm not upset about it, man. Nah, that's what's up, man. That's what's
0: up. Hey man, go ahead and shout out his name, his music so people can find out where they wanna
1: check out some of his music, man. Yeah, it, it, he bogus beezy. So y'all check out bogus beezy. Just type in bogus beezy. He gonna come up and I'm finna drop a couple more albums on him. I just put I just put out an EP of some of his stuff from when he was like 16. Mm. He was 24 when he died. He got music and stuff, and I'm finna I'm finna drop all of it.
0: Mm, that's what's up, man. That's what's up, and I'm definitely gonna support it, man. That's what's man, up. Appreciate man. it, man.
1: Definitely appreciate
0: it. Yes, bro. indeed. So let me see. Uh, oh, let me see. You said we talk about anything. We got about ten minutes, anything, man. What you, um,
1: mm, you got me, man. And mm. I was late. You got me, man. Yeah, man. Uh, just ask me about the crunchy black stuff. Go ahead, man. I know you want Oh to. no, you know, uh just go ahead, man. Come on, man. Come on.
0: Let's I, 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 yeah. let's go hey, hey man. You know, I wasn't gonna get on the topic because I ain't want to get on it, man. Just, you know what I'm saying? Ahead, but man. this you know what
1: this is saying? me, dog. This is hey, me,
0: man. Fuck We're gonna turn up. We don't turn up.
1: <laughs> We're gonna turn up, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, so. You know what i'm saying y'all been jam real tight you know what i'm saying y'all dry, y'all got a couple songs together and shit, man that's like you oh, we, we got a lot of songs I, I know I you know and i remember you brought them down to the peak telling yeah. motherfuckers man he can jump on y'all shit and i was like oh my man doing big things yeah. but i came in the other day on the live in a in the middle of it and shit and uh i was like oh yeah they talking shit." i'm like yeah i'm listening to it and then you start going in and i'm like what man. the fuck? what's going on so man tell me a little
1: bit about that man great hey great guy he's a great guy great mm-hmm. guy. great guy move how i want to move great guy the, the problem came in when it was time to split the money that's when mm. he's a bad guy mm. when it's time to split the money you don't want to pay me when it's time to do the publishing you want to cheat me on the publishing. And it's like. So a bad paymaster. Bad paymaster. And it's like, it ain't no way you can have my best interest in hand when you're trying to. I, I, I'm not a little kid. Mm-hmm. I got a family to take care of, dog. So when you're trying to keep all the money, it ain't no way you can make that sound right with me. Ain't no way we could be cool after that. You know? Now, I did try and say, faith, say, faith. And make a and and do a uh and do a a live telling him like, hey man, you need to call me instead of going to the internet talking about me, dog. Just Mm. need to call me, we rush, get back. But I knew I wasn't gonna work with him no more, and he knew that. But that don't mean we can't we we can't be cordial because we got Mm. a lot of the same friends and he just left stuff up saying I'm a thief and all that. And it's like, hey man my reputation is how I make my money. So I can't let you mess with my livelihood. So you had a whole 24 hours, now I gotta spank you. Now I gotta talk about how I really blocked you because you had me around an underage girl trying to make me take her across state lines. I gotta talk about that now. I, I'm gonna talk about you can't read. I'm gonna talk about how you don't take showers, how you are a crook, because I, ne- I wanna make it where we never can be friends again. Because when I did that with people, like I said, when God is trying to get me away from somebody, I'm going to get away from them now. Because when I didn't listen, they sl- They slammed the cell door on me, and now I got to fight this Fed case. So, yeah, man, man. I, I, I'm i done with them, dog. I'm done
0: oh, with them. Man, so, man, tell me about the Fed case, man. What the hell you want? First of all, the other day you said, I was going to write a post about you, but I know you couldn't read it. I said, this nigga tricked me, <laughs> I say man, what the fuck, what the fuck, country
1: black? And I'm like, man. I'd like to read it. Hey, oh, trust me. He want to make a live talking about me, but his teeth is out. Oh. So he know if you make a live without your teeth in, I'm just going to make it worse. I, anybody who know me will tell you, all me and my family ever did, stone cold gangsters, but will sit and joke and play all day. Talk about you like a dog. My mama gonna talk about you like a dog. That's what we do. So, like, why would you mess with a dude who you know will talk about you like a dog? I don't think he thought I would go this far, but the thing is, he do this to people all the time.
0: Right.
1: Block them on, block him on everything. People who look out for him, treat them like dogs, but you are they, you they, you they lifeline to the music industry. So they put up with your stuff and let you get away with this. Mm -hmm. But guess what, Junior, you're not that to me. So now I'm putting your ass out there and I know he just can't believe it. He gonna act like he don't care, but he's snagging too fast care. So, you know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I said,
0: "Oh man!" I say, "Man, I'm like y'all have some. I got some good music together, man." Um,
1: yeah, I went I out know. see all the stuff we did. That's done. I just ain't doing nothing else with them no more. That's it. That like I could easily be calling um the big blogs and stuff and going to them, but I ain't trying to do that. It's just the fact of people like you, people that know me. It's no way I can have you thinking I'm a crook or a thief when you no. know what I went through to build my brand. So yeah. people might look at it like, oh, why are you doing up the Crunchy? Is he cloud chasing? No, I'm protecting my brand because yeah. all this man had to do was take down that post talking about me and I want to put up the album cover Return of the Teefus and all that stuff. He did that to himself. Like, man, I'm nothing to fuck with, nigga. I'm going to beat you, nigga. Like, I don't know... If if I went hard against niggas going hard against him, what did he think I'm gonna do if a motherfucker try and go hard against me? You know, what see, what I'm saying? and you know, and that's crazy because
0: you know that's how that's how it be. Like, where we from? You where know, from? I'm from I'm from the south side. So, you know what I'm saying? Same with Akasian, like he was a good dude. <clears throat> and he that's helped me man. out. He helped me out with the music and shit a lot. Like yeah. he put me on some game and shit. And we was cool and shit. I fuck with your brother and shit. We was cool. But he did some shit that that that, that kind of triggered me off. And, and it wasn't like I wanted to fight him and hurt him and nothing like that. Right. But I kind of jumped off, because that's where I was getting my beats from, and then he was like, man, fuck you, You ain't giving you no beats, and I was like, man, what the fuck, man, you tripping about some bullshit, oh,
1: I was making beats. I yeah, yeah. You know, he was he
0: was giving me some little, like, I, I told you we had just started, so he was giving me like instrumentals, like show me what the instrumentals oh, are, okay. and he all this, and I was like, oh shit, yeah. and he was telling me like, nigga, your music sound whack, give me some monitors, you need mm-hmm. to get a motherfucking disc program and this." because I was mm-hmm. on some damn near right. recording on tapes, so he helped me out a lot. Right. You know, he like, man, I play this shit in a, in a, in a, in a big ass crowd. This shit sound bullshit. Right. We got to tighten up. So he helped me out a lot, man, you know, but it's like, it's just like country black. Like you, he thought I wasn't go, he pushed buttons him. He, he thought he didn't know I was going to come back that hard. Right. And you know, so I felt bad because, um, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes we, we go so hard. We make a motherfucker want to snap. Oh yeah.
1: Well, well trust <laughs> me. Trust me. I ain't going to feel bad about it. You know what I'm saying? This is what he forgets. This is what people look at. People look at beats and see like the next level of me. They see the old man beats. Shit, I can't even fight. But I still got that mindset like I'm on 55th and Bishop Mm -hmm. with rocks in my mouth. So it's like I have seen every type of slime ball it is. So why am I going to keep you around me when you're showing me you a slime ball and a snake? And if you act like this with me over the, over little money, what will you do for petty money? You have, been in, you have been and came in my house and did something to me to rob me and send somebody at me. So it's like people like that, I just cut them off, man, and I don't look back. And him, yeah. you should have you just took that post down talking about me, and I never would have spoke on you, man. But you did, now it's there. Now I'm going to stop talking about you when I feel like talking about you. Uh, uh, and that's uh. that's really the only way it's going to go. So yeah, unfortunately for him, I've been sitting around not busy. Oh, um,
0: nigga said ain't had no time last week, but I got time <laughs> today, nigga. I got time. I'm
1: oh, going to put something up about him when I get off with this. Just because you oh. know. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> hey, so
0: my next question is, man, what kind of advice you can give to the young, to the young generation? Uh,
1: just the young people, period, or yeah, to just the young,
0: people.
1: the young grown motherfucker that got kids, kids with kids. Man, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna say this to everybody: strive to own you some property. Mm. Cause ain't none, no better feeling than owning your own stuff. Like I don't rent nothing. And that that's a mind state that my mom and dad always had anyway. It's like, ain't none better than owning your own stuff. Cause like when I leave this world, my kids and my family is going to have plenty of shit to fight over that I created out here. You know, like I said, I started from the basement. I did DVDs, drugs, whatever I had to do. But when I leave this world, I'm leaving something behind for my people. To I don't care if all my kids get $500 a piece. At least they can say, man, that they might take that $500 and turn it into five million. So mm-hmm. it, it's just about owning something. Ain't none, ain't none like being comfortable, having your own stuff, and. Because, you know, you could be a rapper who had Grammys, even won an Oscar, and end up sleeping on couches and sleeping on floors. Because you didn't get nothing to you that you own. You know, and a lot of people just get ahead of themselves. I know people get $200,000 and now they broke. But mm-hmm. guess what they did? They went and bought a house. But they forgot you got to pay taxes on this house every year. Nobody taught them that. So you got to do stuff. It's in your means. It makes sense. But but young people, get you, get you some property. I love these young dudes right now because they fearless. They got the nerve to be right in downtown. Whites and blacks standing side by side tearing Minnesota up. I just couldn't believe nothing like that. So this new generation, y'all really got a chance to be powerful. But just, just own you something, man. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, he
0: definitely gets you some property, man. Gets you some, some land, a really? doghouse, nigga. I don't care what you get own.
1: You, get you something.
0: You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so um, let me see. Oh, yeah. Where can they find your music at, man?
1: You know what I'm saying? Tell man, people where they can you find can, your music. You can literally go anywhere and type in Uncle Beats, and you're going to see a good-looking uh, brown-skinned fella with a fat belly and probably a buck 50 on or uncle beats at a gucci hat. it's gonna be me so let's do it
0: <laughs> yeah man speaking of the buck 50s man i know it been an hour but hold on though hey because when i came down to peoria you know what i'm saying i was rocking them buck 50s it was It everywhere and everybody was like what the hell is that Ooh. so once you explain to the people man what is a buck 50.
1: well see I'm going to really break this buck 50 down because even people who wear buck 50s don't even know what a buck 50 is. Woo! Okay. Now, this all started at a store called Briar's mm. in Jewtown. Now, at first, they were taking the starter hats and putting snakeskin on them. Mm. They was putting snakeskin all across the bib. Snakeskin were right down the button. Snakeskin buckle on the back. So I guess... One day somebody came up with an idea to make these dumbass wings and put a big ass rhinestone in the middle of it. And they were charging $180 for those hats. And people were like, wow, people getting them. Like you weren't getting money if you didn't have one of them hats. Uh-huh. So the way the Buck 50 would come about, we had a place called 63rd and Halstead. And we had on Madison, they had a guy making them. And he was selling his for, they were selling theirs for. Am I back on? Yep, you back on. They were selling theirs for $150. And the $150 stick because the West Side Rappers is rapping about them too. The Snipers, all them. And the buck fifty stuck, but really, they don't call They don't even cost a buck fifty right now. They cost two hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's where the name buck fifty comes from with, with with them hats. But it originated at Breyers in um in Jewtown. But hey, now I wear the fake ones for forty dollars. So I, I don't.
0: Know. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? Hey, on the rear, because I was like. I say, man, my homie, he uh, he down in Mississippi, and um, I'm down here in Florida. He like, bro, we should come out, buck- come with the buck fifties. I mm-hmm. say, boy, I ain't finna pay two hundred dollars to sweat my motherfucking head out.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm never, you know I'm never saying? doing that. I, I, I go get them for fifty bucks now, forty, fifty bucks. Yeah, you know what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> 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 on the real, I'm like, man, I ain't paying two hundred bucks to sweat them out in one day. I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. So, man, yeah, I appreciate you coming on, man. You know what I'm saying? Anything else you want to chop it up that I ain't touch on and shit? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I know you've been all over the place. I ain't want to talk about the, you know what I'm saying? But, you know
1: what I'm saying? Oh, shit. Blackout. Hey, man, I want to go. I want to right. do an interview with you and I keep it real. See, when I'm done with the real, they're going to not really get the real, man. You know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because dealing with the fake ain't nothing but a mistake, you know. So mm-hmm. I, I I just can't do it. I just want to say, man, everybody just getting in the record business, ready to be the next baby and slim or the next masterpiece or whatever. Just make sure. Just make sure. Yep, Make yep. sure y'all get the paperwork straight, man. Mm. Cause paperwork takes the fun out of making the music. So just do the paperwork in the beginning, and and it'll be, it'll be the habit. You know, like if y'all seeing y'all starting a company, write down what everybody expect, and, and roll with that, man. But just just do, do y'all paperwork, man. Cause you could blow up overnight, man. You could blow up overnight. Do y'all paperwork. Rest in peace to K. Slay. And you know, I'm happy to be here, man. All right, that's your boy. My boy, Uncle Beats, and he don't make beats. He say them lines in the street. You know what I'm saying? That's beats in your ass, not the vegetable. You rather wrestle with a lion than a
0: test (laughs) meat. Oh, so, oh, yeah. I forgot (laughs) to ask you another question, (laughs) man. What? When you first started rapping, you said your boy was
1: beatboxing. Do you remember your first rap? Uh... Fuck yeah. Well, I remember the first rap that I was like going with that me and my homies was Getting on the train, making money with. Hey, go and spit that shit. I'ma try to break it down and just let you know it's about living life and how life go. I remember when people took the time to vote. Now the only thing to some is dope. I see drugs is rolling a stroke, taking out those bombs on the street without no help. No, let me tell you a story about my friend named Jack and how he got addicted to crack. This story is true. I'm willing to bet that it all started out from a cigarette, from this to the death from weed to cocaine. Something in your heart messing with your brain. I do that all day, man. Hey. I used to get the L and get paid off that, man. So how old was <laughs> you when you were spitting that? Like 10. Damn. Yeah, like 10. You know, that's for that. That's for that gangster shit game took over. Yeah, man. yeah, on the real. Yeah, I went from about I went from saying fuck crack to. You see a fat ass rock, you know, Beast G made it. The set over there, I sprayed it. Cause them punk ass niggas wanna play. I can't play the over rock spots today, although I have in the past. Beast G ride by, put the nine on your bitch ass. Smoking food for spots. So me and my niggas can set up shop. Motherfucker cop. They know we got the ghetto boys and can't be stopped. That's like 90. Right.
0: (laughs) Damn. You cut out. Am I back yeah. on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. said that's back in the 90s, huh? That's
1: No, that's 90. The other shit I did for you, probably like 87, 87 88. Damn. Yeah, by like fifth grade, I'm on some gangster shit now.
0: You know oh, what i yeah, saying? you, yeah. You, you, you out here, yeah. you telling your age,
1: huh? Hey, I don't give a fuck, man. They still, <laughs> they still like me. Both of my hey. girlfriends. Both of my girlfriends going to like me regardless, man.
0: <laughs> Boy, you crazy, man. Well, man, I appreciate you having you on, man. You know what I'm saying? I going to waste too much of your time, bro. But yeah, man. man, this, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate you coming in for this hour. This I call oh, this the okay. hour of power, man. I can't hear you. Am I back? Yep, you back. That's you're why back. I say I know your hotline blinking, man. Oh, man. I didn't that's hope I name. no see, that's why I do it just for an hour because I know your hotline hey, gonna be
1: blinking. Number good, man. We gotta do it again anytime. Let me know, brother. All right, for sure, man. Hey, if you're trying to work, holler at me real easy. Yeah, how they gonna get up with you? Man, Uncle Beats everywhere, even on Facebook. You type up Uncle Beats, it'll get you to me. Okay, you don't okay. see a handsome fella standing there, that's me. That's, cool. <laughs> That's what's up. What Stop bringing your girlfriend to the studio. I can't be responsible for that. Let's <laughs> cool. get it. All uh, right, uh, G,
0: man. I appreciate you, bro. Love, family. All right. Yeah, what's up? This your boy, Monty G, back at it again. You know what I'm saying? We just had the special guest beats. You know what I'm saying? And um, he said, "How at your boy. you trying to make some more, make something shake. So. Yo, this your boy, Monty G, at the Fan Mission Podcast, and we out. G-Staff.